Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why does a narcissist treat you the way that they do? There's a lot of different answers, a lot of different reasons. I want to talk to you about a couple reasons today of why they treat you and how they treat you in ways that are wrong, that are hurtful. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations that created the NARC app and your guide through the 45-day Clarity Challenge. If you, like of some, if you like some of what you see here, then please hit subscribe. We'd love to interact with you even more. Today, we're going to talk about three reasons of how narcissists get to the place where they treat you wrong, they treat you hurtful, and we want to dive into those a little bit. But first, we're going to define a little bit of narcissism, NPD, and then narcissistic abuse to give you like a more well-rounded idea as we walk into it. My goal today is I want to equip you with the idea of what a narcissist is and break down why it's actually happening and a couple of factors that contribute to that. Well, whenever we're talking about a narcissist, a lot of times people think of narcissists as just someone who's obsessed with themselves, who's snapping photos and posting a ton of selfies, and they look at someone who's a lot of times just very like self-centered. The thing you have to understand is a self-centered person, like just looking just in themselves, is not the aspect of having self-love. Now, when we talk about that, sometimes people think a narcissist is someone who's infatuated with themselves, in love with themselves, all those different aspects, when narcissism really is more of a self-loathing and a self-hatred towards the person that they're trying to hide. And that may sound a little confusing, but if someone had proper self-care and self-love, then they'd actually work on being honest with themselves to grow, heal, change, and develop. A narcissist typically is shown by having a long-standing pattern of having a high sense of ego being really like brash, being really arrogant, like throwing themselves out there, like this is who I am, I'm the best person ever. Oftentimes we see it coupled with no empathy, not caring about your feelings, your emotions, not able to put themselves in your shoes of the things that's happening. We see a huge aspect of entitlement, you know, saying like, hey, I'm entitled to the things I want whenever I want it. It's the automatic compliance of like, give me what I want now. We talk like a huge aspect of it being very like superficial, of like their aspect of what you're seeing, what's actually going there, it's like very superficial and you're not really able to see underneath. You see a huge aspect of narcissists that, you know, can't handle criticism. Like every piece of criticism that you give or advice or idea is all taken as an attack. Often coming with all of that and to be able to hide from shame and guilt is the idea of I need to lie about it. I need to put out there that I'm a good person or that I have a great marriage or that I'm committed in the relationship when all those things are exact opposite. But I have to lie about it to be able to have the mask that makes me feel better than what's actually underneath. Typically, you also see controlling, manipulation, arrogance. There's a lot of other pieces that happen with narcissism, but we see it over a period of time that this is longstanding behavior. This is patterns that we've seen that say, hey, this person you know, is a narcissist. The hard thing is you also see covert or vulnerable narcissists that they look a little bit different. Oftentimes, they're a little bit more subdued. Like, they're a little bit more, like, 
angry in one sense, but it's like hidden underneath the surface. There's more of like passive aggressive jabs than there is outright rage. You know, they might be like mopey. They might be like having like, hey, like the world isn't good. Like everybody's out to attack me. And they come across a lot of times as a victim. The thing is, at the end of the day, a person can have both. They can be overt. They can be covert. Like you, they could oscillate back and forth. Like for me personally, I was more overt in the workplace. I was like, I know everything. I'm the best person. And then more covert in relationships where people would think that I was committed and, and careful and loving and all this stuff, but I wasn't behind closed doors. People could have both. Okay. Or, or oscillate back and forth. Now, when we're talking about narcissists, there's a lot of narcissists out there, period. There's just society that's part of the, the parenting structure that people have come out of that have grown into this and that are developing even more through ego, through different aspects of entitlement, different pieces that we've been putting into our culture for decades. And when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, we're typically we're talking about someone who gets to the place where it is pathological, and where it's also someone who's got the, it's like a technicality of like the disorder is more or less like, wait a second, like they're under duress and they're impaired of like, they can't actually process this. They can't actually work through this. The hard thing is narcissists don't really look like that. They don't really look like they're under duress. They don't really look like they're impaired because they're the ones being successful. They're the ones making ends meet. They're the ones like being the best in the workplace or, you know, looking like a great player or whatever it is, because oftentimes different aspects are compartmentalized. Of like, I got to be able to hide this. I got to be able to disassociate from this, you know, kind of push it to the side. And it's hard because as they compartmentalize, a lot of times people are like, wait a second, these narcissists seem to be like perfect. Like they, they seem to have it all. And typically that's not the case, but what we see in the outside produces a very different picture of what's actually going on. Now, when we're talking about narcissistic abuse, uh, I love like Dr. Romani's like definition of it. Like narcissistic abuse, she says a pattern of psychological neglect, dehumanization, and causing stress or physical harm to another person. And typically when that's happening, people develop some, some major side effects coming through that abuse, CPTSD, doubt, anxiety, like a lot of different things that pop up that like were never there before after being with a narcissist and being abused in those different ways. So narcissist, NPD, narcissistic abuse. Okay. So the three reasons of what's actually going on here of some of the wrong and hurtful stuff, some of the stuff that's going on is a lot of times a narcissist will treat you out of convenience. Narcissists are very much on the idea of like, I'm going to treat you of you're either helpful to my life or you're not, but it's only convenient to me. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. These are the people that like, hey, like I really want to be able to interact. Well, no, it's not convenient. But like when they want to interact, it's like you better be on it right then and there. You better be responding. So like if I'm busy at work, and someone wants to hang out with me, I'm like, no, I don't have time for you because I'm working. But then when I'm off work and they're working, I'm like, seriously? Like, why would you spend time with me? Like, that's the flip. But like, it has to be about me and the relationships they have are all about convenience. This is where a lot of times you see how relationships with narcissists can be very superficial because you don't really know what's under the surface. And it's very self-fulfilling. Like, it has to be about me. 
It has to be what I get out of it. It has to be what I enjoy, what I get from other people. Not what I give, not what I invest, not what I develop. That the narcissistic mindset is like, I enjoy what I get from other people. And as a result, there's a huge disregard. Disregard to other people, like it doesn't really matter. I can justify whatever I do because like, hey, I'm a good person. It doesn't really matter. And I'm going to not care about your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions, your beliefs, whatever it might be, and just do what I want to do because of what I want to do. Okay. So narcissists a lot of times will be treating you out of convenience. That's like the aspect. Okay. Narcissists also oftentimes have a very, very superficial view of love or a skewed version of love version of love that makes it confused of like what's actually real. Okay. What is love? It might not be what it is to them. So like when you're thinking of like, this is what love is, they might have a completely different skewed up idea of what love is. Like love is me paying the bills. Okay, but that doesn't work when you're doing X, Y, and Z. Like love is me like showing up, okay, but you're still cheating on me. Like that's not love. So there's oftentimes like a very like skewed view and like superficial view of love, which ultimately comes down to the aspect of control, of providing, but it's transactional. Like this is what I want in the moment. Like you need to give me what I want because this is what is owed me. And the hard thing is sometimes in that superficial like view of love, it becomes very like great in the moment. You know, people that are with a narcissist at the very beginning, like, wow, it's the best ever. Well, that's because that's the image. That's what they wanted you to see. Everybody can put their best foot forward for a period of time. The hard part is when a narcissist is hiding a lot of that guilt and shame and wants to make sure you don't see it, that all they do is they put up the mask and that's what you oftentimes fall in love with. A very superficial view of love where they idolize you and put you up until it's not anymore and tear that down and then you're struggling to figure out what's actually going on. Well, narcissists also push you away due to shame avoidance. Shame is the raging river that's going underneath narcissism. It's all about avoiding that, avoiding the possibility that I did something bad, which means I am bad. I have to be able to avoid that and get away from it as best I can so I don't have to deal with it, so I don't have to acknowledge it, and so I don't have to actually process that I did something wrong. Typically, you see this where narcissists can't acknowledge a failure or a mistake of what's actually going on or what's happening in the relationship. For me, like I never wanted to admit that I was wrong. I didn't want to apologize and actually say, this is what I did. I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry I was an asshole. Like like all those things, but I didn't want to actually own up and say, this is what I actually did. I apologize. And this is my plan to actually have changed behavior. Like there wasn't, there wasn't anything there. Just like, I'm sorry, let's move past it. Let's get on. Okay, but narcissists will do anything they can to be able to avoid shame. And shame that happens and impacts beware not to be taught to deal with it. Like, I don't want to deal with it actually happening. I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. Like, like this happens. Like the shame that happens, it impacts me because I'm just, I don't want to deal with it. And I'll do anything I can to be able to avoid it. You see, for a narcissist, running away from shame, running away from guilt, means that they could be running full speed through a crowd, trying to run away from shame and guilt. And if it means they knock over a bunch of people, they don't care. All they care is that that shame and guilt didn't catch up with them and didn't deal with them in a way that exposes vulnerability, honesty, accountability, responsibility, and trying to get away from that as fast as possible. So narcissists, they treat you out of convenience. They have a superficial view of love and narcissists push you away due to shame avoidance. And last but not least, if you're going through some of this and you recognize like, wait a second, that's me. Like I see that in my relationship. 
I want to encourage you to reach out to community, to people to actually help you and walk you through some of the stuff that you're dealing with to go and check out our NARC app. Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC, N-A-R-C-A-P-P. You can go to NARCAPP.com, NARCAPP.com to be able to access courses, challenges, community, lives, events, things that are happening in there, and to be able to get advice and encouragement from other people who have gone through the same exact thing as you've gone through and need that help. You need that community to move forward and to heal, to grow and develop. If you like what you saw today, subscribe for more. Thank you all.